want to get into a different conversation because over the last couple of weeks, there has been a major, major one happening in our in our province in regards to the proposed kindergarten to grade six curriculum draft. There have been a lot of cries on social media, uh, a Facebook page with over 7,000 members in the first 24 hours of its inception of mostly parents that were opposed to this curriculum draft. Many different groups saying that they were underrepresented in this. Uh, we've heard from different Indigenous groups, Métis, LGBTQ groups, just to name a few, saying that uh, this curriculum was inadequate. Now... Edmonton Public Schools has come out saying that they will not pilot this program. So we're going to get the perspective of Edmonton Public. We're going to find out exactly why they didn't agree with it. And what should we do better? What should we do differently moving forward when it comes to the curriculum for this uh, age group? We're getting into it right now with my next guest, who is the board chair for Edmonton Public School Board, Trisha Estabrooks. Trisha, good morning. Thanks so much for making the time. Good morning, Chelsea. Always good to be on your show. Always good to chat and get your perspective, and especially on something that's been such a hot button issue. It really such has, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this conversation has really captured everyone's attention over the last couple of weeks. And I, I want to get to how the decision not to pilot the program came to pass in a second. But first... I just want to get some clarity, Tricia, on the role that Edmonton Public played in this draft. Was anyone from your organization a part of coming up with this curriculum? You know, we really, I mean, it's we got to go back in time a little bit to, to sort of answer that question. Because, you know, this, this curriculum rewrite, believe it or not, has been going on since the time of Premier Ed Stelmack. And um, so it's many, many years in the making. And so over the course of time, teachers and curriculum experts at Edmonton Public have certainly, like hundreds of teachers, in fact, from Edmonton Public have been part of working on various iterations of this draft of the curriculum. The most recent draft, though, and that advisory panel that the government put in place um, last fall, you know, we just haven't been involved in the same way or the same level that we have in the past and so um, you know I can say that Edmonton Public certainly as the largest second largest school division in the province we have been involved in various ways over the years um, but as far as this most recent draft you know not in a substantial way no not involved. I think you make a really good point, you know, in highlighting the fact that this curriculum was something that's been kind of, you know, long in the works. And I think that that's yeah. important to remember is that, you know, the the idea of how we educate is something that's kind of constantly being examined. But I'm curious, did the curriculum really need this big of an overhaul? Like, wh what really doesn't need to change and maybe and maybe adapt? You know, I would say you talk to teachers, you talk to curriculum experts, heck, talk to students and parents. Like, you know, I think one thing everyone can agree on, no matter where you're on the political spectrum, or even if you're not, I think we can all agree on that this curriculum did need a pretty significant overhaul. You know, there were lots of omissions, everything from um, not a thorough analysis or thorough learnings around um, residential schools, for example. Climate change is another area that really was lacking in the current curriculum. And so I think everyone can certainly agree. I mean, there are parts of the curriculum that have been updated in 30, 40 years. And so like, that's not so much the issue. Like, I think everyone, like I said, can agree that we need a modern, up-to-date curriculum. And so, you know, as a school board trustee, it's kind of interesting because we don't 
we don't play a direct role in, in crafting or writing that curriculum. Like I see it as our job to um, ensure that it's on track, ensure that it happens. You know, I remember when I was running for trustee, that's one of the things people talk to me about on the doorsteps is when are we getting this new curriculum? Mm-hmm. And so one of the jobs of trustees is to make sure that it does happen. And then also in this situation, when there's such a loud outcry and so many concerns coming from so many different people that we speak up on behalf of the people that elected us. So here we are, you know, (laughs) many years later, you know, the last tally I saw for the cost of this curriculum rewrite was over $64 million. So like, let's get this done. Let's get it right. You know, because this is this is essential and it's needed in our classrooms. So when we're looking at what's really going on here, is with this outcry, is this mainly a political issue or were there some real issues with this draft? What were the main concerns from Edmonton Public when it came to this draft of this curriculum and why you're choosing not to pilot it? A couple of reasons, you know, and and um, I'd say, first of all, trustees, myself included, have heard from lots of people, you know, parents, families, curriculum experts who have some serious concerns. And I'd say that these are people who, you know, I heard from people who said they've never written a political letter in their life, but because this affected the future generations, this affected their children, that they had, they felt compelled to speak up. And so, yeah, there's, there's totally politics. As you mentioned in your introduction, like we live in a hyper-partisan political time in this province, right? And this curriculum is divisive. That being said, I'm hearing from people who are not political, I'm hearing from people who just really care and have concerns about the content. And so, like the big ones that we heard, that I heard and my colleagues have heard, not age appropriate, okay? Lots of concern about the actual content of the curriculum. A few examples of that, not enough Canadian history. There's this sort of us versus them mentality in the social studies curriculum. You mentioned it, lack of diversity. LGBTQ plus identities not being represented. The big one, I too, I think, and we need to pay attention, when Treaty 6 chiefs and the Métis Nation of Alberta saying, hey, wait a sec, we weren't involved. And this isn't upholding the Truth and Reconciliation Commission recommendations. And so, like... We need to pay attention when strong Indigenous leaders in our province are speaking up against this curriculum. And so, you know, there's we've heard numerous concerns, and like I said, from curriculum experts and also from just regular people who are, who are taking a glance through what they're seeing and are raising what I think are some pretty valid concerns. Hmm. It, it, I guess it makes me wonder about how kids actually really learn you know to me looking at it yeah yeah there are some there are certainly some issues especially as you're mentioning right now looking at social studies because it looks like kids at least in this draft were sort of being taught about a broad range of events from all over the world so lots of different cultures countries histories not necessarily our canadian history which i can totally see why certain indigenous groups would have a problem with but i mean i i'm not an educator so is it naive of us as a public to look at this draft and then immediately dismiss it i mean what what is it that we as you know people that aren't teachers what do we not understand about the way that kids learn could this actually have been something that could have you know kind of created building blocks that would have actually made sense for for more learning 
you know, and I'm not a curriculum expert either. And there's a lot of armchair curriculum experts out there right now, right? And talking about the pedagogy and the way kids learn, I think, is one topic. And I'm going to leave that to the curriculum experts. They certainly raise concerns about it. The idea of rote memorization, like that's some of the comments that are out there. And is that the best way for kids to learn? And keep in mind, different kids learn differently, right? And that really is up to the job of the teacher to accommodate and to figure out and to support learners as they go through this curriculum. I would also say that, you know, really the bigger concerns are around the content. And so the way in which it's taught is one thing, but it really is the content of the curriculum that I'm hearing the most concerns about. So then Edmonton Public says, okay, we're not going to pilot this program. So what does this mean? Does the current curriculum stay in place? How do we kind of move forward now? Well, we made a decision as a division to to not pilot and it was it was it was twofold. You know, first of all, trustees had heard all these concerns that that we've been talking about. And then, you know, our superintendent was pretty clear and he said, "You know, I've got concerns about the logistics of piloting a new curriculum. Like, let's not forget, we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? And so there's concerns about continuity. And, you know, for example, if a child begins next September learning online and then they switch to in-person and that in-person class is piloting the curriculum, like, that's a that's a problem in terms of continuity of learning for that child. And so that those were the big reasons why we decided not to pilot it. But, you know, there's opportunity for Edmonton Public, and I know our curriculum experts, we've got a whole team of people at Edmonton Public who spend their careers digging into this stuff. We will be providing substantial input into the K-6 draft curriculum. And, you know, the education minister has been very clear. She wants to hear from Albertans. I have no doubt she is hearing from them right now and will continue to hear from them and so we will go through the process and provide you know the experts within the division will certainly provide a substantive review and contributions and analysis of of what they're seeing and you know let's not forget like this is spring the spring breaks just wrapping up for Edmonton Public Schools Um, no school for kids in Edmonton Public today and you know, in the weeks to come, I know experts within Edmonton Public will be continuing to analyze this and take a look at it. And and these are folks who are trained in this. Like, they're not they're not politics. They're not politicking over this. They're looking at it with an objective eye. And quite frankly, that's what needs to happen. There needs to be a bit more objectivity brought into this curriculum. I mean, I think you talk to the average Albertan, the average, you know parent of a kid at Edmonton Public today, they want the politics out of this. And so it's my hope, like, to get back to your main question, Chelsea, like, what's next? It's my hope that we can move forward in a way where we can take the politics out of this, because I think parents are sick of it, quite frankly. Yeah, you know, maybe not just in education, but in other areas of our lives as well. (laughs) Pandemic included, hey? (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Yeah. Chatting now with Trisha Estabrooks, who is the board chair for Edmonton Public School Board. I can only imagine what the last couple of weeks have looked like for you. I really appreciate you taking some time and chatting with us this morning about this. Take care. Thanks.